Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast. I am your host, Rick Sandage. We are continuing to make our way through the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. And I'm Jessica one. Peters. <laughs> and I'm Jordan Jenkins. <laughs> Rachel Sandage here. And I'm Heather Allen. They really like people to, to I, I'm kinda, It's not I'm fair kinda, if you're the only one. Yeah, it's That's not. That's just what we decided. And Everyone or no one. When last we left off, our heroes had... Dealt with the ambush by some uh, members of the Silver Chain Gang. Those jerks. Nearly returned back to Wati. Sagira and Sudi had tracked down the sole survivor of said ambush. And by survivor, I mean actually all of them survived. <laughs> Despite the fact that, funny enough, I do realize that uh, Citra critical hit and stabbed across a bolt through someone's eye. It only dropped them to negative six. <laughs> so they only had one they eye. They were just brain dead. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter hey. because he's going to get executed anyway. He can so. be alive. Uh, well, and people survive with getting shot in the head. Yes. It does on rare occasions happen. If you're from Florida. There is a case Also, study. it's a magical world. So, yeah, you guys, you dealt with the Wati thugs there. Sudi and Sagira tracked down the escaped thug. And Sagira used the law to her advantage. She used the law to your advantage like a... You're neutral. I'm chaotic neutral, chaotic, man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It benefited me at that moment. And then I lied to the law immediately afterwards. So really... You're uh, exactly who you are. Yeah. <laughs> but from speaking of, to him, had determined that the Silver Chain had returned back to Wati, apparently under their new leader, who also seems to be involved with some sort of strange, mysterious woman, and also seemed to be searching through the necropolis for something. Yeah. They've gone a little bit cuckoo. And I need to tell that to uh, Citra and Onuris, but, you know, we didn't have time. Yeah. Yeah, because we yes. found out the Scorched Hand was in our sights illegally. Yes, the, and that the Scorched Those... Hand had actually secured the silver chain. To stop mm-hmm. anyone from entering the something-something, a rude-eyed eye. Yeah, Velryana's the about to get a sanctum. foot up her butt because of this. Velryana's going to have no hat when we're done with her. <laughs> and now Onuris is super upset. Yes. Um, yes. Also, Sudi's super upset when we went inside to find uh, jackal corpses. I think that's that were what animated as undead. That's what we're that's talking what about. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Onuris yeah. is super about this. Yeah, Sudi doesn't like that either. Everyone is very upset. But yeah, upon entering inside, they had found that the Scorch Hand had gone in before them, leading this to probably the first time that you guys are on a quasi time limit, for lack of a better term. As up until this point, you've been able to explore at your leisure, but now you know that there's another group possibly in here already looting things. Yes, and we have to catch them with loot from this place, so when we turn them over, they'll get arrested. You guys did determine one other thing. Oh, there's a weird guy. Yeah. Yeah, there's extra tracks. There's a footless. Footless. There was a footless man. He had only feet. He was barefooted. His feet were naked, is what I'm saying. His little toesies were in the sand. There was, in fact, a shoeless man who had entered into this temple. Uh, interestingly, you had determined from the, your The best stellar, thing about all of this is that our listeners will be able to speak Jessica eventually. Welcome. <laughs> Don't worry. It's quick to learn. You just have to absorb all the ridiculousness. Be a little crazy and like think creatively. Yes, creative is a good word to describe this Jessica That's a diplomatic speak. word. But through your stellar survival check, you were able to determine that not only was there a shoeless man who had shoeless? entered into this place. Shoeless. Shoe- okay. Shoe. He was he a had man. no shoes. He wore I thought you feet. said shoe. And so I was like, shoe. He wore what? feet on his shoes. Shoeless man. It was foot, shoe, foot. <laughs> like uh, like bootleggers with the cow shoes that had like cow 
footprints. They did that. That's a thing. They're, they did do that. A shoeless individual had come in here. Guys, I'm going to die for the end of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let Rick finish. Focus. We have to start the adventure. A shoeless individual had come in here. You've been able to determine through your survival check that this man had entered before mm-hmm. the scorched hand. And left. And left after the scorched hand, although the scorched hand's tracks do not seem to leave from this place. Maybe they're dead. I mean, that would save us a little trouble, but it would be a little bit sad because we all kind of want to, like, clock the... Yeah. uh, As long as Segura can take... They were murdered by the footless man. As long as Segura can take (laughs) Belriana's hat. And we're still not sure if this has anything to do with the weird guy that we saw outside of... uh, uh, not uh, Oh, that's right. We the did house find the guy out. The house of Pantera. I think that was just that weird head thing, like... Yeah, but it was, like, way out in the street. Like, why would it be way out in the street? Well, it was like a... Maybe he was mis- trying to get us to leave. I don't know. A mirage. A mirage. I know, but did he have shoes? I don't know. Only I Sudi saw. And you Sudi can ask Sudi take, about it later. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't think Sudi took notice of his lack of or yeah, he was, having. He was going into a room to search because something told him to. He needed to, to find Jumanji. Very reasonable at the time. <laughs> but Sagira had had a chance to basically go, huh? This is curious. On yours, had had a chance to look at some of these jackal corpses and go, huh? These are a bunch of dead jackals. That's strange. No bones. And then do one of those like pick it up and it's entirely limp uh-huh. and you're like, that's that's unpleasant. It really makes me think of. Uh, it got Gilderoyed. I was thinking the dog scene from uh, the thing. No, I was thinking um, Gilderoy Lockhart getting rid of all the bones bones in Harry's arm. So, yeah, like Harry Potter's arm, this dog leg just flopped around (laughs) everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Uh, It was more gruesome than that. And then the dog skeleton arrived. I was going to say, it was like, you know. And Onuris was like, ah, That's that's exactly pretty much what Onuris did. In that tone and everything. In his head. It was his heart. (laughs) In his heart, he's sassy. Meaning that we are running straight from that and into combat. combat. The sass comes out every once in a while. I think he's always sassy, to be honest. He's just full of sass. Let's queue up a little bit. In size. Sass in size. Uh, sass and salt. He's not, well, he's kind, he's always he's, salty. He's sometimes. a little salty. Oh. It depends on the subject. So let's get some initiatives from the party. Segura made. Citra Nahamra. That would be a 12. The man known only as Onuris. Onuris gets a 13. <laughs> and I'm gonna put my little, uh, I called them Skeleton Jacks. Aww. Uh, so get ready to kill them. Sagira, you have first initiative. Okay, get ready to- They're undead! So Sagira, you have first initiative. You may make an knowledge religion if you so have it. I will. Get a perfect 20 on it and have a 21. With a 21, you'd be able to recognize these as skeletons. You faced them previously, although most of the skeletons that you faced previously were of the human variety. Uh, with your 21, you may ask me three questions pertaining towards the skeleton. Is it just like regular skeletons? Um, yeah, basically they, they appear to be just regular animated skeletons. Damage reduction. You would know that they do in fact possess damage reduction. They also possess other defenses, although um, you would not know what those are without a second question. Their damage reduction can be overcome with bludgeoning weapons. Other defenses. They have an immunity to cold. They also have the standard undead traits, which include immunity to all mind-affecting effects, immunity to bleed and death effects, disease, paralysis, poison, sleep effects. And of course the big one is anything that requires a fortitude save that does not also affect objects. Um, tactics. Tactics. Skeletal Jackals are not like a Skeletal Champion or anything along those lines. They are unintelligent creatures. They do still possess a rudimentary cunning and probably some degree of 
you know, their animalistic instincts. Uh, despite that, they are most likely just going to try to surround a larger target and bring it down through their numbers. Cool. Uh, jackals themselves are primarily hunt smaller creatures than themselves or feed on carrion. Okay. Um. So as it stands now, Sagira, the entire party is standing in the center of the entryway. Six pillars line the room, three on the left and three on the right leading up. The jackals are approaching two from each of the three exits. Uh, so six of them, or I believe I said half dozen is the terrifying number, closing in on you from every side except for the way you came in. Sagira is still near the door. I believe a light source was already cast for the party. Yeah, it's on me. Yeah. Um, Sigura's gonna slip past Sudi up to the jackals coming in from her left. Okay, so the only five foot wide doorway. So yeah. effectively just trying to bottleneck them in. Sigura goes rushing through, kicking past the sands. And then she's gonna swing her kokash down on this guy. Probably noting, as most of the party has already noted, that despite the fact that this is a wide open archway and there are periodic sands here, there's not nearly the accumulation of sand that there should be in here. It looks like someone maybe just didn't clean it today. Like got interrupted by Belriana. <laughs> Alright, these guys are undone. A 20 to hit. A 20 will strike your target. Your Kopesh swings down on him. For minimum damage, 6. You would chip one of his vertebrae. No! Would... Eight. Eight points of damage. You would chip his vertebrae and crack off a rib nice. uh, as that would go scattering off. Sudi. Uh, all right, so with Segura having that closed off, I will go after the ones that are going through the other room. So basically. Just to uh, remind me, Segura's light spell cast on her weapon. Does anyone else have any form of light? Out. No, I only have the on yours only has the one light spell. So you have a lantern. I have my lantern. Do you have your lantern out? Oh, it would be light outside. But we were searching around in here. This this room is dim illumination. I thought we had another light spell going. No, I'm the only one that can cast light, and I cast it on Sagira. And you have low light vision, Sudi? Yeah, I have low light vision. I have low light now. <laughs> yeah, you have the, the uh... magic coal. I have dark vision. On yours is good. Okay, so since the two of you have low light vision, you have dark vision, in this room it's not going to be a problem. Uh, if Sagira has to go running off down that hallway, and well, as I described previously, there are no windows in the entirety of the structure. We'll, uh, we'll get your lantern lit up after this, yeah? Or I can... Anyway... I have um, some rods. I'm going to go after those uh, jackals that are in the 10 foot wide hallway that is basically like right across from the entrance, so... The one that uh, seems to be leading into the inner sanctum? Sure, yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll beeline after that so you're and rushing give it a hit. As you would close forward, you would see that the chamber beyond this one is easily four times the size of this entry chamber, and it's so titanic in size. Goodness. Vaguely through the shadowy illumination and your low-light vision, you can see the outline of what appears to be a towering and imposing statue in the nave in the far side of the chapel, which would seem to stare down. You're going to guess imperiously, although it's difficult to tell, just mysteriously from the background. Directly before you, the two jackals would snap up at you, having so recently been created that blood still splatters off of them as they would jerk their heads up towards you, and one of their eyes would come flying out that had dislodged when it was turned into an undead beast. Gross. Uh, Sudi punches them in the face. Okay, the one-eyed one? Uh, sure, we'll go with that one. Uh, (laughs) he hits with a... 22 with a 22 will strike your target for five points of damage with my you fist. would crunch solidly through its face this thing would collapse with the 
still xylophone noise. All I ever think of is uh, when you jump on one of the skeleton, the bone skeleton uh, Koopas yeah, in, yeah, Mario. in Mario. And it goes, <laughs> dry bones! The dry bones, yeah. Yay. As we go to skeleton. skeleton Jack. Just makes me think of Nightmare Before Christmas. It's true. It's true. This That's is the point. Zero skeleton? Aww. Yeah, this is what happened to Zero Skeleton. His no! ghost went off somewhere else. But, uh, okay, now I'm really gonna punch. We're gonna take these skeletons and we're gonna put the blood on them somehow. Look what you did to Zero! They don't have hearts. So mean. How dare they? We just went to a really cannon? dark place. This went to a really, really it dark really place. It really did. It really did. So the skeleton directly in front of Segura will lunge at her. I have Jack's lament stuck in my head now. Yeah, me too. Uh, although at that point, it's only with a seven. Nah. The skeleton behind that would turn, taking off down the hallway. Hey. That's not uh, You'd hear the clack, 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 as its feet recede. Sudi would then hear the clack, 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 as it runs out. Okay, that connects. As it comes running, bolting back out, as you see another one appearing out of the darkness somewhere, although it seemed to have been running rather quickly, so it had to cover some distance. I think it's mine. Despite that, it seems to possess full jackal speed. The third jackal there lunges to the attack against Sudi. I'm not doing great today. That would be a five to hit the catfolk. Absolutely not. The final two jackals would close, rushing forward, one on Onurus and one on Citra. Lunging to the attack on the Cleric and Rogue, respectively. Onurus, we're looking at a 17 against your flat-footed, they say. That one, I'm flat-footed. Flat-footed. Those are the good ones. No, that will not hit me. Nice. All right, and the other one is going against Citra. Only a 7, though. No. So Citra manages to... uh, Move slightly out of the way. On yours has one latched onto his grieve as it that begins is, to chew and snap. That is the head jackal. On yours. Is every jackal within 30 feet of me? Uh, except yes. One, is it all? No. Yep, that one. The one that just rounded the corner there uh, that ran the long way around just came within 30 feet. All those other ones are 30 feet. This is the one fighting against uh, Sigur. All right. On yours's holy symbol uh, blazes to light and he channels. Very well. The will save is 14. First one fails. Second one fails. Third one. Perfect 20 succeeds. Fourth one succeeds. Do they have channel resistance? Fifth one succeeds. They have no channel resistance. Okay, they don't get to add that if they did. Just they do not have channel resistance. And I get to add my cleric level to this. Yay. So it's the two, me. yeah, the two. That's a The one fighting against Segura and the one that went the long way around both take the full blast of it. The other three only take half. So that's 11 on the dice, plus my cleric level for another three. So they take 14 positive energy damage. So 14, and then the other three take seven? Yep. Very well. You would blast them, a pulse of holy energy rolling across them as they would stumble backwards. I want to say scream, but they don't. They would hiss though, collapsing back into dust. All of them? Nice. And the room would fall silent. I mean, they're low-level dudes. That's all you just kind of go... Uh... Well, that was quick. Well done. Yeah, that first thing. Yeah, didn't get a turn, so... <laughs> I really didn't want to have to fight this, so thank you. Onuris would shake his head and offer a prayer up to Anubis. Anubis. Because they're but... jackals. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> but you're Horus... You can pray to gods that aren't your main god. I mean, I guess. 
Hey, Anubis, sorry we had to kill your guys. Also, sorry someone else killed them first. Yeah, we I was going to say, sorry somebody else killed For them. Really? We're just sending them home. Do we even oh. get experience? Yeah, we're third level. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we are not that high level. <laughs> they were challenge rating one-tenth. Uh, no. So, do we think that Valeriana is capable of doing this to these animals? Yes. Yes, I doubt it was... Her power? Possibly. Well, I mean, we've it's never her. seen how powerful she is, so... It's her or it's, um, Kelru. Yes, but Kelru was channeling positive energy before to heal us. I doubt he would create undead. It but would be very not, unusual. Well, the option would be open, isn't that this is kind of good and evil and both of them. Well... Healing uh, and hurting. Did you figure out which direction they're going? Yeah. But then we got attacked by these guys. Which way did they go? Which way did they go? Uh, you saw them enter, <laughs> enter, and they seem to have made their way towards the inner sanctum. Uh, so to the big towards, room. Towards where I am. I will actually let anyone that wishes to make me a knowledge, uh, you know, say Arcana. I don't have that, but I will take experience. I don't have that Yes, you do in fact earn our experience for defeating six challenge ratings of one-third. This sets the party 35 experience points apiece, 210 total. Alright. Uh, Citra gets a 15 on Arcana. With your 15, you would know, despite the fact that you yourself are incapable of casting tech magic, that magical auras will still sometimes be left over, especially from effects that create things like this. It's possible that you may be able to determine if these things were magically created or spontaneous. Oh. If it was recent enough that reaching down and touching it, the blood is still warm. So I'm not as knowledgeable in magic as you are, but could you look them over and see if something is left still? Anuris will cast Detect Magic. Obviously, there's skeletons and blood. It would have to be a, a powerful effect, but go ahead and roll me a d6, and also roll me a spellcraft. Uh, I get a 3 on the d6, and Anuris... Okay. Where's my spellcraft numbers? Um, Anuris gets a 24 on his spellcraft. Ah, yes, an aura that's protecting the cleanliness of this place. You don't detect that, actually. I think you guys already tried yeah, that. Yeah, on your detective magic when we came in, oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't find any, didn't see anything. Um, you do, however, and you're probably at this point kind of humoring Citra because it's like, well, it has to be powerful magic. There is still an aura of magic on these. A strong aura of magic. Yeah, something well me. beyond anything that you think Felriana should be able to do unless she found something here that allowed her to. Regardless, this is generating a strong aura of necromatic magic. You would estimate this to be, just to put this in uh, in game terms, that would only be generated by a 7th level or higher necromatic spell. Um, or a caster level of 12th level or higher. I hope that's not a thing. <laughs> Onuris would fur furrow his brow. I know that look. This was extremely powerful magic. I don't think Valeriana would be capable of doing something like this. Oh! What if the guy with no shoes sacrificed his jackals so that he could get away and, like, created... He runs around with no shoes through this thing and, that, and doesn't die. What's he talking about? He, like, about? was what? like, sorry, jackals, skeletons. No shoes? What? No shoes. Oh! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, there's a guy probably, that didn't wear shoes, that came in here, like, before Valeriana's group, and then left. Oh, there's also a gang 
the Silver Chain Gang, and the leader is in love with a woman that wears a gold mask and seems kind of culty. What does that have to do with this place? I'm just telling you all the things I forgot to tell you. <laughs> Anything else we should be aware of before we... Anyway, you were with, with her. her. No, of this situation... <laughs> There was a barefoot guy. Maybe he sacrificed his shackles. You were talking about the other thing. No, no, I was no. like, you were with her. No, I was talking about any other thing she wants to share with us, but oh. not the mask guy. I, was I have type O blood. Did I you? am a donor. No, I don't know. <laughs> Did they say anything else about these golden masks? It's just the one lady. Um, and the guys were hired by Valeriana because they wanted to leave the gang because the gang has gotten weirdly mystic and culty. And there's some deity that's a lady that I didn't recognize. But there's like a gold mask. The gold mask that they're wearing supposedly is a funerary mask. Yeah. How did you find all this out? Oh, that kid. Kid? There was a kid. Okay, so I caught the guy. I don't know why we're talking about this. I caught the guy. The guy was like Sudi 15. Sudi lights his torch while this happens because this um, is a fire Can I make a knowledge religion story? check on this mask? I caught the guy that I ran after and he was like 15. And then I was like thief and I was like dragging Sudi because he's like knows the spire guys and I thought the spire guys would arrest him and that would be the same as killing him since I couldn't kill him because the spire guys were there but then he was like a child so I was like ah so I covered for him but in exchange he told me all the things this has been an eventful day yeah I mean there's we can we there's there's looting our, our site we should get them Lead the way, or Zudi tell me where to raises go. Raises his torch high. Oh, but yeah, the barefoot guy. Maybe these are his. I don't know. And then I guess we're gonna walk into the other room. Knowledge religion on the creepy <laughs> cult mask, please. <laughs> I didn't tell you about the barefoot guy. On yours gets a uh, sixteen on his knowledge religion. On yours with a sixteen. No, Nethus's church uses masks sometimes, but they're usually black and white, not golden. You do know that there's some sort of weird living god cult up north, but that's never really been known down here this far south. All hail the living god. All hail the living god. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, nobody's going to do it, really? All hail. Anyway. I mean, none of us can do it as well as Jason Bullman, let's be honest. <laughs> that's but... true. I mean, the man invented the god, so. <laughs> Unless I got a good look at the mask, I... it doesn't sound anything familiar off the top of my head. Well, maybe we'll find For something now. in here. Uh, actually, I will let anyone that wants to make me a knowledge local. I have that. I surprisingly don't have that. I get an 11. Citra also gets an 11. Very well. With the 11 from both of you, you can't name individual groups, but in Segura's mind, it's possible that this might have just been another faction of a different gang. A lot of them love to have some sort of... Hmm. sigil or sign like the silver chain and all the rest of that stuff where they've got some sort of identifying marker for Citra having spent a great deal of time in On as well as Tefu um, in On's case more metropolitan and in Tefu's case a more educated city there are occasional just groups that kind of come along like that it could be a group of wizards or esoterics or occultists or something that have adopted the funerary dress of the ancient Osiriani as part of their identity mm. a bunch of weirdos yeah, yeah. just these strange cultural appropriation uh, yeah. okay well I guess we should continue the way they went which is into the big room lead the way so Sagira heads in toward the big room Daintily stepping over dog corpses. Mm. Daintily. Making your way forward. 
stealthily. No, just kidding. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, so that's not happening. Uh-huh, we gave it we a just literally heard now. on yours go, Horus! Uh, on our third delve, I think we've learned our lesson about trying to sneak. Yes, you just saw Onuro's blast light out from his face as distantly a hawk screeches somewhere. <laughs> that sounds more like one of those screaming goats, yeah. but anyway. Uh, no, that's definitely a screaming goat. Making your way into the chamber, though. Space and elevation lend a sense of past grandeur and majesty to this large space. A large star-shaped fountain with a circular pool in the center sits in the middle of this chamber. The bottom of the pool is decorated with a great mosaic eye, made from tiny colored tiles, and hieroglyphs are carved into the paving stones ringing the fountain. Two rows of columns support the ceiling overhead, which continues to rise to a dome ceiling in the northern portion of this chamber. At the far end of the hall, a massive statue with arms raised overlooks the entire length of the temple from atop a raised dais. To both your left and right, well, both your left and right and the left and right of the fountain, two sets of stone double doors exit the chamber. The doors off towards the left-hand side are open. Do the tracks continue? Going to this point, you may make another survival check if you so wish. 21. We're in urban. Yeah, you've lost them. There's nothing in here to track against. There's not enough blood back this far, and the blood was here after they had already passed from what you could determine. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, looking at the layout of this room, I'd assume that that uh, set of double doors that were open was where the jackal ran around from yes. Segura. Yes, the open okay. doors are probably where the jackal came from that ran away from where Segura was blocking the passage and attacked at you, uh, or ran to attack you before it was disintegrated in mid-stride. Mm-hmm. Do you guys make your way further into the chamber? Yeah. Oh, God, traps. <laughs> I, I was actually just about to say <laughs> I want to check Wait, your traps devil. first. What are you wanting to search for traps? Uh... Probably the sigils. So basically just the fountain? Yeah. Okay. Everything? <laughs> That'll take a real long time. Yeah. Um, Onuris is going to go ahead and detect, cast Detect Magic. Segura's going to watch the giant statue suspiciously. Sudi's going to go close those open doors. How far away is that from us? It couldn't have been that far because that jackal ran. He was real quick. There, so yeah. Should exactly. be close to us. You will have to pass the fountain to go close that door. No, thank you. All right, um, I'll wait patiently. Just, you know, look at the door. Yeah, I'll, I'll look like I'm going to go do that. So, Sigur, what are you doing? I'm looking at the statue from a distance, like, suspiciously. Okay. You can... Do you have a little light vision? Yeah. Okay. So you can make out the statue in, uh, in dim illumination from the light spell, or if... Citra, do you have a bullseye lantern or a regular lantern? I have a hooded lantern. Oh, yeah, hooded you were going to light that. Yeah. Well, I lit a torch instead, so... Do you have your lantern lit? Or are you going to hold off since there's a torch now? Well, he got the torch. I'll probably wait. Okay. So you can see the statue in dim illumination. Other than the fact that you can tell that it is half black, half white, hmm. um, split down the center, you can't really tell much about it from this distance. I'm it's just still trying to make sure it doesn't move. It hasn't yet. There are steps leading up to it if you want to go. Yeah, I'll just wait. Okay. So Citra, go ahead and make me a perception roll. Looking for your traps. Fourteen. Yeah, it looks fine to you. You would note that there are numerous glyphs surrounding the outside of this. These appear to be ancient Osiriani hieroglyphs. What do they say? Uh, well, first off, you're detecting magic. With your detect magic, there's only a single magical aura ahead of you. Uh, it appears to be coming from the fountain. Uh, I get a 23 on my spellcraft. A 23? You would glance over the fountain. Uh, Citra, you would have already noticed this as you approach. There actually is water in this fountain. It appears to be crystalline clear to the point that it's 
it's one of those, it's so clear it actually makes the bottom of the fountain look closer to you than it physically is, as you would glance down. And it gives the eye a strange effect, almost as if it's following you. But it's possibly just the way that the light's bending through the water. With your 23, there is a faint aura of abjuration and transmutation on the water. Yeah, that's all you can really determine pertaining towards it. Hmm. I suggest we don't touch it, just to be on the safe side. Fair enough. What if it's like a healing fountain? Sigurda just wants to drink the water. Oh, I thought that was just you saying something. I didn't think that was you in character. No, Sigurda has a deep voice like this. <laughs> it's, it's hard for me healing. to do. It's I don't know what it is. It's some sort of abjuration effect. What does that mean? Protection, usually, but it could be any number of things. And depending on your... Re- your religion and different things, it could have different effects. Hmm. It's best not to touch it. Oh, that's so curious. I'll actually let Citra make a second perception roll. <laughs> Onuris is going to read the hieroglyphs around the fountain now. Citra gets a 20. With a 20? You would notice that some water has splashed out of this fountain relatively recently. Mm-hmm. Just a few drops here and there towards the front of it. Although whether or not that was something coming out of it, although you don't see any footprints leading away, or someone splashing around the fountain, you don't know. I see bits of water around the outside. Perhaps something was dropped in? Or came out? (gasps) Barefoot guy comes here to take a bath and then leaves. There's no footprints, though, so that doesn't make any sense. Well, Maybe somebody made an offering. But we don't know, because this place seems to keep itself clean. Is there anything in the fountain? Besides, like, the tile bottom? Put a gold piece in it? <laughs> Make a wish. Mm. Or just say a prayer for protection. It's just usually methods. wise to leave things alone if they're magical and you don't know what they do. It does say pool of protection, though. On yours, would gesture at the glyphs. Sikura is mighty tempted. All newcomers drink freely. <laughs> I mean, is there a warning or anything in the... No, it just says pool of protection. But Nethys is a god of creation and destruction, so... What take happens it as after you will. the protection ends? The destruction begins. Hmm. Well, I think we should continue on, and maybe this will be a boon for later. Perhaps. Okay. It could also help us if we get stuck at some later point. Who knows? Is there anything else in this room besides the pool and the giant statue? You haven't made your way much further into the room. So with your illumination, even with your low light vision, you. I have far 60 side foot dark vision. You can see the statue, but the far side of the room is more than 60 feet away from you. What if you have to, like, douse, like, clean your hands or something to protect you from the horrible trap that we're gonna walk into? You're free to do what you will with the water. I'm not going to touch it, though. You're an adult. Is there any, like, gold pieces or copper pieces or anything in the water? Staring down at the bottom, you only see the blue and silver tiles that make up the design of the eye that stares up at you. Whether or not this is the eponymous erudite eye or not, you don't know. Sudi will pull out a gold piece. Don't put it in there. That seems like a bad idea. <laughs> no one else has done that. This isn't a temple of Abadar. Put that away. <laughs> 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 you never know, right? You never know. Thank you, Nathis, for this blessing of protection. He flicks it in there. 
there would be a dull bloop, and it would sink to the bottom. Now you just wasted happen? a gold piece. It was worth trying, though. I'm leaving that in there, though. It's so, not good to f*** a god. Yeah, which is why the people who killed all these jackals is gonna f*** Anubis. And Phrasma. Well, what about that statue? I can't really get a good look at it from here. It's black and white. And red all over. Water. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh god. god. It's so clear. Sagara really wants to know, too. Are you... Is he hypnotized again? No. Sudi. Is it water or is it acid? He does the cat bop. Yeah, the, the cat, like. <laughs> Splashing at the water. I mean, it seems to be cool and pure. Mm. Seems to be water. Sagira cups her hands and drinks the water. Cupping your hands, drinking the water. It's cool, clean, safe to drink. It's tasty. This is fine. Hmm. Interesting. So the statue? Sudi will walk like. But, you know, and then it cursed the non spellcaster. Yeah, it was like anyway, he, no. <laughs> Sudi will anoint his hands and take a drink. So is the water not what's anymore. magical? It might not have any effect if you're not a follower of Nethas. That's true. I mean, the water is what's generating this magical war, though. Yeah, but. Yeah. Do I have magic on me now? <laughs> it was faint, so it fades almost immediately. No. Alright. Anyway, um, I guess I'm gonna walk toward that statue. Curiosity over. Go into the statue. Curiosity did kill the cat, you know. Then why were you the first to touch it? Because I'm a cat. <laughs> no, there's a second half to that phrase. I have to look it up. Now. Satisfaction brought it back. Yee! <laughs> <laughs> Got on Heather to know her cat lore. That is correct. Also, my god is a cat. And you are a cat. Yes. Very well. Making your way forward. Rounding around, yeah, splitting on either side of the fountain before meeting back up on the opposite side. We do love splitting. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you're only like 15 feet away from each other. I was going to say, that doesn't count as splitting the party. We're at least in the same room. You're still in the same room, and that's what's important. Go ahead and everyone give me a perception. This thing's going to move. <sighs> 15. Uh, Sudi gets a 26. Citra gets a 28. On yours, gets a 21. You would make your way around the fountain. Begin making your way to the far side of the chamber. Uh, With the exception of Sagira, who I imagine is still eyeing that statue suspiciously as she makes her way kind of forward. Oh, yeah. The light beginning to play across it. If you can take 10 on Knowledge Religion and get a 10. I can. Uh, This is a statue of Nethys. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Feasibly, all of you be able to recognize this is a statue of Nethys. He's rather prominent in Osirian. The other three of you would notice, well, allow me to go through the list on this. All three of you would note that there are actually two additional exits. Down at the bottom of the platform that the statue stands on, on both your far left and far right, so the left and right hand walls that there were the double sets of doors, there are also single archways that lead out of this room. These would have probably been for maybe the priest or head to the priest's private quarters, and then they would have exited from there directly into the sanctuary to ascend up the steps to the upper platform to give services. Onuris and Citra, for a moment you'd see the trailing edge of something. Something tall, something lanky. You would see the statue. The statue stands tall and resplendent with a wide rope that drapes down around it. And for a moment as your light approaches closer, you would see the shadows behind it shift, as if something would be behind it. And both of you, as you would watch, have 
Citra, for a moment, you see the outline of maybe the upper portion, a shoulder and a head. Although something with that head is wrong. Both of you, though, would see four spindly fingers holding onto the side of the statue that would just kind of retreat back spider-like behind it as you begin to approach. Citra, as you would notice this, you would hear a scrape from behind you. Turning and glancing back over your shoulder, you would see an odd, almost comedic sight beginning to approach strangely directly towards Sudi. Uh-oh. I shouldn't have drunk that water. I drank it too. This sight, this creature, seems to stand no taller than maybe three feet. And is a strangely, almost like a little clay man. Although in this case comprised of rock and stone, almost as if a portion of the building had simply cut itself out in the shape of a man and walked forward. The materials of the building stretching and pull as if it's made of elastic, tacking onto the form of some sort of earthen figure with stony arms, a rough-hewn torso, and a chiseled, vaguely humanoid head atop its squat body. It would flex one hand as it would begin to approach, and I will need initiative from Zipparty. Dang it. Do I get to act in the surprise attack round? So the only people acting in the surprise attack round are going to be Citra and this tiny creature. Okay. Dang it. What? Segura. 17. 17 for Segura. Sudi. Sudi gets a 10. 10. It's not great. Nope. Citra. Citra gets a 22. That's much better. Mm-hmm. On yours. On yours gets 11. Oh. I imagine it's because he's letting out the longest of sighs. He's still <laughs> sighing. <laughs> Fight's halfway over. And everyone's just like, dang, on yours, your lung capacity is on point. <laughs> he just blacks out. <laughs> One day that will happen. Surprise attack round. Oh, no. The small little Clayface man oh. gets first initiative. Dang it, Clayface. Dang, hey, I, I rolled well, too. Well, he was on, he was ready. He'd been waiting a thousand years. More like two. Uh, so he springs out. Great. Uh, he will take a five-foot step, approaching behind the unaware Sudi. Oh no! Surprised me. Citra oh, probably no. opening her mouth to let out a yell oh. before it will slam him with his tiny little stone fist for 700 points of damage. <laughs> it's a 25. So Jesus! For yeah, that, flat-footed AC. that definitely is going to hit me, even if I wasn't flat-footed. I just kind of picture it coming up behind him and grabbing his tail and like yanking. Yeah. So yeah, pulls your tail for four points of damage as you feel this horrible pop in the base of your tail, and I suppose scream. Like that cat scream, that horrible, horrible Uh, cat scream. Yowling, like scream. Uh, Turning around, I suppose stare down at this tiny thing, Citra. Let's see. I have a thirty-foot movement speed. You do know that there's also something behind that statue up on the dead. I know. Can she make any kind of... What's the knowledge check to figure out what the thing trying to kill Sudi is? Oh, it's the planes. I had that! That's me! The planes! <laughs> yeah, because I'm debating whether to help you or if I should check out behind this statue. I'm thinking help you, though, because that was a wallop. That, uh, was, uh, not, that was not pleasant. 20... Can I... I mean, it'd be catty-cornered, but could I get to this spot next to um, Sudi? Yeah, you could run over there, slide past the edge of the fountain. And okay, then I'm gonna move there and um, right. brace surprise my surprise attack round. So yeah, huh? So oh right, right, surprise attack round. That's all. So Citra goes rushing up towards it. 
bring us into round one of combat. The tiny little man gets first initiative. Ow. In advance, because that's going to happen. Uh, he will slam twice at Sudi. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. It's still got your tail. That's all I'm picturing in my head, is it's got your tail. It's doing that. 22. It's, it's doing the whole thing where she's going to smash me back and forth. Uh, yes. Eight points of damage as Ow. it slams into your thigh, dropping you down to a knee. got a... what? You don't need your hamstrings. 18, flat-footed. Oh, yeah. It would clock you again, this time over the back of the head, slamming you for seven points of damage as you would pull forward. Well, I'm over, I'm below half hit points now, that's fine. Uh, it, it won't take a five foot step sideways. You'd anticipate glancing back towards oh. it, slamming into the pillar before it just molds into the pillar as if it's air, disappearing uh, entirely right. inside of it. Me as a player knows exactly what this thing is. Me too. Let's see if I can identify it. I didn't even see it. <laughs> Citra. There's something behind the statue, too. Just eyes up. Okay, I'm watching that statue. Uh, I'm going to step forward next to the pillar and just kind of... I'm going to ready an action that if it pops out, I'm going to slice it with my kukri that I have braced against my forearm. So Citrus steps up and readies. Yes. Getting ready and watching nervously between this pillar and the statue and everywhere else. Sigur Mabe. Hmm. You did not get a chance to see the creature, and therefore you cannot roll to identify it. Yeah, I didn't see that. You also have no idea what's behind that statue, but... It's behind the statue, you say? Something. Something. Uh, I'm gonna head up onto that platform, I guess. Don't get too far ahead of everyone else. Well, Sudi's got a light source himself, so... Well, that, and I don't want to split the party between a little weird punchy thing and whatever's behind that statue. Well, that thing's not gonna wait till this is done with us. It may not be hostile. Oh. Hey, are you hostile? Do you wish to use your turn making diplomacy check? Yeah. Very well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, you no harm. <laughs> Come in peace. I get a 23. Nice. 23? That's a good roll. I roll pretty good. No one answers you, but that's a good roll. What are you dressing, by the way? Uh, I didn't you see that You only speak Osiri. <laughs> no, I speak Terran, too, but oh. I didn't see that thing, <laughs> so I don't know anything about it, so it would just be Osiriani. Very well. Ah! I speak its language, y'all. Well, Sekiro would not have said y'all. If she dies, it will be a gunslinger. And she will say y'all a lot. Half-orc gunslinger. Oh my gosh. Jessica, why? Because I can do that. Her name's Jezebel. (laughs) Yes, yes. So from that angle, on yours, go ahead and make me another perception roll. Uh, 18. 18. Flying out from behind the statue is a softly green-glowing, semi-transparent, spidery hand with nothing attached to it. That's weird. Uh, You may make me a spellcraft check if you so wish. Segura's like, that's why I didn't answer. It doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> it's just a hand the whole time. On yours, it's a 22 spellcraft. Is this a mage hand? How weird is that? You'd be able to identify this as a spectral hand. Yeah. Uh, it is a necromancy spell. It creates a uh, ghostly hand shaped from your life force that moves as you desired and allows you to deliver uh, ranged t- or touch spells <gasps> at a ranged distance as it flies straight at you. That's because oh, somebody is hiding around. Dang it, I can't get out of the accident. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's hiding around here and using that necromancy spell. I don't know. Uh, this flies at Onurus attempting to touch him with a... 
18 to construct touch AC. Oh yeah, that'll touch me. Very well. The hand would slap into you. You will need to make a will save. Is it fear? Is it oh wait, well, is it a charm? No. On your risk, it's a 16. With a 16, I'm afraid a 16 will fail. It's a suggestion. Why don't you kill your friends? I'm not a person. If it's a suggestion, it doesn't work. Oh, yeah. I am going to need to, you to decrease your strength by six. What? Wow! That's so crumples nearly over you. You have been cursed. <gasps> as you would nearly crumple under the weight of your armor as the hand would bob in front of you. That hand's not nice. That's a real big problem. Use your detect magic eyeballs to find a spellcaster. On yours. Uh, yeah, I, I don't apologize. even think I can move, to be honest. What's your strength at? An eight. But he's wearing heavy armor, or medium armor. Yeah, I'm wearing that scale now. Went... So... <laughs> For those of you who could not see Jessica <laughs> going... And sinking down into her chair like a weirdo. <laughs> yes. He just uh, yeah, now the, the very unpleasant thing of when you've gotten strength trained and figuring out, can you still stand? <laughs> Oh no. You can still spell Give cast, right? Give me a rough right? idea of how much gear you're carrying. I mean, my weapon and my shield and my armor weighs like 40 something pounds right off the bat. 43 pounds right off the bat. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what would you roughly estimate your backpack since you're still carrying it weight? I mean, that's probably another 10 or so pounds. 10 to 15, 20 pounds, yeah. Onuris is pushing a medium load usually because he's wearing that scale mail. So you're saying you're carrying, what, 60 pounds of gear? Probably, give or take. Cool. We're going to put you at a heavy load. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you're at a heavy load. What's your dexterity modifier? One. One. So that's not going to impact your AC. You gain a plus or minus six armor check penalty. Nice. If you have a movement speed of 30 feet, it's down to 20 feet now. Well, it was 20 feet before that because of my armor. Yeah. So... It doesn't further impede you past that. So really, your armor check went up a whole lot. Jesus. If it does something like that again to you, again, or to you again, you're going to collapse entirely under the weight of this. Drink the water. But you're currently at a heavy load. Drink the water from the fountain. I'm totally not going to do that. What if it's protection from things like this? That definitely didn't On yours, what do you wish to do? I mean, it's a curse. You have to have removed curse to get rid of it. You're it's true. I mean, there's not anything I can do to the hand itself, right? Oh yeah, you know a lot about that hand, right? Because you made the knowledge check. It's just—it's just a magical effect. Uh, it's incorporeal, so if you have a magic weapon. I uh, no. I do. I can cut that hand for you. Well, I'm gonna move over towards the rest of the party. That way you can meet in the fountain. Well, I was gonna heal Sudi because Sudi said he was dying. Oh yeah, that's right. I definitely cannot. Probably take another hit of that, one of those hits. Yeah. After touching you, the hand would then retreat back behind the statue. That's weird. Alright, you get nine hit points back, Sudi. Okay. Does the hand go back to whoever cast it, Onuris? Would it? Yeah. So Onuris slogs his way over going, guys. Yeah. Sudi Kantar. Oh, why do they only cause me? What? What? What grabbed me? It's in the wall. It was the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, 
Uh, did I see that spectral hand thing happen? Uh, yeah, that was cleanly in front of you. <laughs> oh, do I run after that? Oh. Every time I've done that, it's ended poorly. So, if it's a suitably, if it's a powerful caster, this could be around for minutes. All right, I'm it's on Nethys. It. It's his revenge. Yeah, it's possibly Nethys' revenge. Uh, okay, so I didn't touch the water. <laughs> As you didn't drink the because water. It's upside down. What's the height? Of it's a this? catch twenty-two. That attacks 15? you if you don't drink the water, and the other one attacks you if you do. Are you being serious? I swear to God. <laughs> Okay, what, what's the height of this? Five foot elevation. Oh, okay, good. Um, all right, I'm running after this guy. All right, so you can run up. You can either make a climb check to uh, make your way or an acrobatics check to leap up. It's a DC 20 acrobatics or a, uh, a DC 10 climb check. Uh, let's see, I get a 18 climb. Okay. So I'm good. Well, you have a natural climb speed. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. I have a natural you just climb speed. So I just there. climb up so after 20, it. So that's, that's 25 feet to that point. 25, 30, 40 feet. Do I see this guy yet? Uh, reaching there, you can actually clearly see behind there. Valiana. If you will put it's him. Freaking Valiana, or is it? What the? That's behind the, that one step over. Man with no shoes. What in the. Behind heck? this is a horrid abomination, draped in rags and hunched over on goat-like legs. This creature possesses a featureless face that is comprised of only a single large eye, ringed by teeth. Long, spidery, three-fingered hands would reach out towards you as it would just kind of whip back around as you approach, sand seeming to pour off and up and around this like a cloaker fell. I think this made those skellies. You may also make an old the planes on this. Uh, you think that Sudi has that? That's so funny. No, I don't think he has Yeah, I know. Sudi has no idea what this is. You have another action remaining. Do I flee? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, crud. Um, That's actually special artwork for this book. He's extra creepy looking. Ah, uh, crud. Um, uh, Sudi's gonna... Oh man, that is super, super creepy. Uh, dang it, Sudi's gonna double move into it. To melee with it. Close on it. I may regret my life choices, but... Since you're not healed? Yeah. Yeah. I Wait, healed Andres it. healed you. I healed you. Yeah, no, I'm healed a little bit. Okay. I'm still down like 10 hit points, but... Okay. Sudi's always gonna be here. Upon seeing the creature, I'm going to need you to make a fortitude save. Crud! Is it perfect? <laughs> uh, I guess. Afraid 17. It's 17? Yeah. Sudi doesn't even notice anything. He just closes on the creature as it turns and stares at you. It says nothing and moves with shocking silence. It can say nothing. It has no mouth. It has a big eye. What if it has a gaze attack? I should have put the eyeliner on. <laughs> I should have put the eye. Oh, that's an eye? I thought that was like just a giant mouth. It's an eye and a mouth. It is a gaping open mouth with a large eye entirely occupying it. But it cannot close said mouth. It's just a ring of fangs surrounding the outside of it. For aesthetics. Alright. That brings us back around to the top of the initiative. The creature inside of the pillar takes a five foot step out of it and full out attacks against the rogue. Hmm. Oh good, it wasn't just me. But my ready to action should go. Your ready to action does go off as Citrus sees it appear. That will bump you above it in initiative. Uh, so that would be a uh, 25, which is a threat. A 25 will hit. It cannot be critical. What? It's a weird little elemental thing. I yeah. know, but still. It's a little clay, it's a little clay face elemental. Maybe Sagara will see it this time. 
it can tell you. Uh, well, I do six points of damage to it, nonetheless. Your blade, however, seems to affect it in full as you slam your weapon into it. It is clay. Uh, well, it seems to mostly be comprised of the same stone as this building. It's just oddly like that stone has now become malleable. Nevertheless, as you would bury your kukri into its side, it would lash out with both of, both of its tiny fists. Tiny but deadly. Maybe not. 17? On the nose. Striking you. Hitting you for six points of damage. It lashes out again. 16. Nope. So, missing with its second hit, although you would feel the bone-crunching hit in your floating ribs. Bringing us to Sagira. Hey, I see him now. I'm going to make a knowledge of planes. Yep, you could spin, make your knowledge of planes check. Going to roll real bad and get an eight. Eight? You have no idea. This might be an earth elemental, it might be a golem, it might be god knows what. I'm going to free action, hey, are you an earth elemental? And then I'm going to swing at him. I speak Terran, I assume. Terran. Yeah I, sp- yeah, I speak Terran. It doesn't seem to respond or register that you even spoke to it. You don't even know if it's intelligent or not. Yeah, I'm going to hit it. Very well. You would step up against it, hefting your blade. Um, 15, because this is not undead. 15. A 15 will not strike the tiny creature. Okay. You would kind of just step forward with it wedged between these two pillars and trying to swing your sword into the range. Kukri's an ape. Kukri? Yeah, you would thrush forward. Again, you're just kind of getting tangled up with it in this close quarters as it begins to slide back into the pillar next to it again. All of my good luck is gone. I'm keeping an eye out for that hand, though, so it doesn't touch my boy on yours. I thought I was your boy. You're not made of gold. (laughs) (laughs) She a gold digger. I thought about going over there, but then this thing was right here. and The creature in front of Sudi would do this weird jerky motion as if its joints don't properly work as it steps back doing one of those weird reverse joke jerky Japanese <laughs> horror movie things where it kind of steps away. Uh, it then throws back its head in a gesture that you would think it would howl, but it doesn't. The sand would explode outwards from around it, blasting past all of you in the rest of this room as the entirety of the room is covered in a sudden sandstorm that swirls like a localized weather, weather pattern in this room by itself. Oh, great. At this point, you can't even see the statue or Sudi on yours, can't even see the thing on the other side of the girl standing between him and the small construct or clay thing. And Sudi, you've even lost track of this thing as you're suddenly in this blinding sandstorm. Are we sure the Scorched Hand's even still alive? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm starting doubts. to think I'm they're just dead. On yours. Oh my gosh, there's like squat I can do, lovely. Sigurd's like, I'm glad I replaced my scarf. The, the magic eyeliner stuff was to help me in a situation like this. It helps you with gaze attacks. Oh, okay. oh I wrote it all down. Well, I, you can't gaze upon it now, so... It gives you low light vision. It gives you plus two perception. It gives you plus two versus gaze, visuals, and sight-based attacks. And that's all. Wait, what do you mean sight-based attacks? Well, like gaze attacks. And gaze attacks. If it has, oh. like, the sight descriptor. Or... Um, yours is going to start heading towards where the statue is, because Sudi's probably in lots of trouble. Bounce me a d10 for Anyers. God. I hope 
Six. Six. All right. Uh, so you can see 30 feet ahead of you right now as the sandstorm kind of is passing past you. Okay. Double move going around the other side of the statue. Very well. It glances back in your direction. I'll need you to make a fortitude save. Sierra is not sure this is a Just a fortitude save? Just a fortitude save. 17? Yeah, you're good. As you begin to close on it, it would watch you as you begin to approach. I don't have any knowledge of the plane, so I have no idea what the this is. I need to go look at it. Keep in mind that uh, at the moment you will need to make a uh, uh, concentration check to cast any spells inside of the sandstorm. The DC is 10 plus the spells level, so it's pretty low. That's lame. Suited. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna take five foot step forward and uh, Flurry blows this thing. Take a five foot step forward and make a fortitude save oh. as you see the thing again. Lovely. Interesting. That's a nat one. Oh no. Natural one. Let's find out what oh. happened. Or well. a six. It was gonna be anyone. It, it was, was gonna be Sudi. It is gonna be Sudi. Ah, uh, great. What terrible, horrible, awful things is it going to do to my body? Uh, you are stunned. As you lock oh, eyes with seriously? its blazing eyes, it stares at you as you approach. This thing is the worst. It just kind of glances over towards you, notices you kind of fumble back, and then turns its attention back towards Onuris. The glowing, uh, floating hand still next to it. Uh, this is not is good. the worst. I hope that's all I might run over there. Citra. Is you can roll a d10, Citra also. Uh, me? Yeah. Eight? You can currently see 40 feet, so you can see on Eurus, but you've lost track of the statue and Sudi and everything beyond the sandstorm. Okay. Uh, the creature is still there because you moved an initiative to before its initiative. Then uh, I am going to... Um, you got to double stab it or single stab it? Try to double stab it. First attack. Um, this freaking thing could be critical. Um... <laughs> It'd be a 22. <laughs> a 22 will strike your opponent. That would be eight points of damage. You would slice into it as a chunk of stone, and some what appear to be tiles would fall free of it, probably from either the floor or the surrounding mosaics. Uh, she uh, slashes with her other arm, giving a triumphant yell or whatever, because she saw how much she took off the first time. Uh, <laughs> triumphant they... yell or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to kill whatever. you or whatever. <laughs> Come at me. Uh, anyway, uh, 21. Come at second. me, three foot tall guy. <laughs> uh, that will strike your opponent, though. Okay. Citra's definitely <laughs> landing the hits this time. Uh, yeah, she's very angry at this whole situation and gets him for another eight points of damage. Jeez. That would be max damage twice, guys. You yeah. mess up the little guy as you begin slicing viciously into him. Do not pull cat tails. <laughs> I like if I could hear you over the sounds, I would be very happy right now. <laughs> he retaliates with a perfect 20. I would have had two criticals on him already. How dare he not be a human? How dare you not be an elemental? <laughs> uh, although that is only a 15 to confirm. No. Very well. <laughs> he still manages to solidly punch you for four points of damage. He lashes out with his other fist and his quick one-two punch. Uh, although that actually is only an 11. No. He then five foot steps into the pillar as he continues to slide his way across. He's chasing Sudi. Yeah, he's slowly making his way over to me. Sagira, you've lost your target. Sagira! Roll me a d10. Rolls a d10. <laughs> Pulls a d10 out, rolls it on the ground. I get a seven? Looks at her seven and can see 35 feet. Cool. 
Uh, Sagira looks at Citra and says, I think I'm just gonna run over there. And uh, You can see on Eurus, and you can see that on Eurus is kind of like positioning himself in a combat position towards something still closer in the direction that you knew the statue was. Alright, I'm gonna head that way. Very well. Uh, I also want to put my scarf over my face, so I guess I'm going to do, do a move action to put the thing on my face, and then... All right, you would pull your scarf up over your face. Uh, you can close 30 feet, which would put you uh, in the diagonal back behind on yours. Can I see it? You would be able to see it at this point, requiring a fortitude save you close on it. Cool, I need to know about it, too, because I, I have the knowledge for this, maybe. All right, let's see if you can relay any information. Perfect 20 on my fortitude save. Oh, yeah, you just kind of shrug it off as you close. You're like, oh, like, this oh, thing. Oh, that's weird. Um, oh, it's the planes. Uh-huh, not a terrible roll. 16? With a 16, you actually know what this is. Yes. A knowledge that would fill you with revulsion and oh. terror. Just okay. kidding. Oh, God. This is an Aghash Div. <gasps> That's a genie thing. Yes. While <laughs> demons exist to destroy, devils yearn to corrupt and control, and demons seek, seek the death of all things, the foul beings known as the divs strive to ruin and despoil all things created by mortals. They are spawned from corrupted genies, exiled to the cursed depths of Abaddon. Divs harbor an ancient hatred against all mortal kind, doing all things in their power to not simply destroy, but also torment all that lives. You probably have a personal concern pertaining towards this because they are known to have a particular vendetta against all other of genie kind and their descendants, including the Suli. It's gonna hate you. <laughs> uh, the Aghash Div embody the quote-unquote evil eye, a curse granted by merely witnessing the embodiments of ruin and misfortune. They are terrible hag-like beings who wander the deserts of the material plane, spreading doom with their gazes. These wretched creatures hold nothing sacred, taking particular pleasure in bringing vain and arrogant mortals, particularly spellcasters, to ruin. They are ragged and filthy, and Aghash moves with staggering motions. Its hooved legs bend like those of a goat, giving its emaciated frame an obscene jerking gait. You may ask one question pertaining towards the Aghash Div. <laughs> There's so many questions to ask. Defenses? Defenses. I really wanted to say weaknesses, but I'm going to go with defenses. The Aghash Dip possesses damage reduction. Knowing what overcomes the damage reduction is a separate question. They are immune to fire and poison, resistant to acid and electricity, as well as possess a resistance to all magic. But not cold, right? Nothing against cold. Okay. We're so screwed, guys. Just throwing that out there. Uh, you do not know any of the details, but with just your base knowledge pertaining to Aghash Div, you know that meeting its gaze is to meet the gaze of evil. Cool. Oh, I'm, I've been meeting the gaze of evil a lot then. <laughs> yeah, it just stunned the crap out of you. <laughs> but I happen to know if it speaks anything. Just like my basic knowledge. I mean, you know it's intelligent enough to speak as all divs are, and so probably could converse with someone. Well, it didn't respond to me when I was really awesome in Osirion here. That would actually bring us to said div. Shigira pales. Oh, no. What, you can't see it, though. You're covered with your scarf. My eyes aren't covered. I should have put on that coal. Hold on. Let's pause. I need to put on my... <laughs> I need to put on some I need eye. to put on my eyeliner. Thanks. But you're going to have a bonus. Yes. <laughs> so what, a plus two? You over there. Plus two. Okay. It will turn its gaze... Back in the direction of the two that are actually moving. It's gonna make me dead. 
It's a genie hater. It's definitely not my papa. Are you my papa? Uh, it will turn its gaze towards Segura. You would hear a whispering in your mind. Uh-oh. In a horrible, first guttural, god-awful tones of a language I don't think you understand. I believe you only speak Terran. And, yeah, those uh, are my languages. Then in a lilting, beautiful tone, which would echo in your mind. And then in another horrific and almost oily uh, speech or voice unknown to you. I think you. it's trying to tune into my station. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying all of its languages, trying to get in your head. Realizing that none of that seems to be working. Hey! Uh, it would gesture its hand forward as the spectral hand would soar across the distance to you before reaching out. 21 for touch, I say. Yeah. I'll need you to make a fortitude save. Jesus. Is it fear? It is a curse. Maybe it was your daddy and it was doing <laughs> that whole join me so we can take that? care of the universe <laughs> thing. I got a nat one. Yeah, boy. Four is six. High five for nat one club. I don't want to be weak. <laughs> oh, it has other things it can do if it's cursed the spell. I guess, but... Oh, I apologize. That was actually a little sad. Oh. Well, I mean, still not one. <laughs> I failed Sad. regardless. Yeah. It would have been a three. Very well. <laughs> I'm going to need you to reduce your dexterity by six. Ooh. Ow. As you would feel this stumbling curse of clumsiness overwhelm you as you would stumble past, nearly pitching into a nearest. It'll be me and the cleric in the I'm, back. I'm going. foreseeing a tactical retreat in our future. Yeah, but I don't know how I feel about leaving this place with the scorched hand here. I think we'll just camp here and wait for them because maybe they're dead. <laughs> Uh, we, we are getting Well, you never saw the tracks years. come out, right? I didn't see the tracks come out, so they just may be dead in here somewhere. Yeah, they might be dead. Because this thing is awful. All right, that's... Uh, You're two a two-weapon fighter, so... But I he use strength, a, well, ever. Yeah, but he as a monster would probably be like, oh, obviously. I only have a minus two dexterity right now. You didn't get a great look at on Eurus, and everyone just assumes he's the fighter when he shows up. <laughs> It then slips off, if you'll remove him from the board, as he disappears off behind the statue uh, and then passes out of the visual range of everyone else in the sandstorm. My AC's also real bad. As he slips away, stealthing into the sand on yours. Alright, well, I guess I'm gonna move forward 20 feet. To Sudi? Yeah. Alright, roll me a d10. Uh, I get a 5. You get a 5? Uh, the sand is picking up, reducing your visual range. You cannot find him. All right, well, then I'm just going to stay there. Oh, you can't find Sudi? No, uh, I can't find the thing. Oh. You have a standard action remaining. You can move again. Or heal me. Are you injured? I have one second so level spell left. Oh, well, I'm, I'm only down 10, so <laughs> that would be a Yeah. I'm going to ready to attack that thing if it comes within range. Honduras readies. Sudi Kantar, you're no longer stunned. Uh, that's nice. Uh, I will see if I can see it. That's me, D10. I like that we're like, just kidding, little guy. You just hang out. I get it. Two. Two? Very well. You can only see ten feet in front of you, so you're just kind of like turning around as the sand goes whipping past, trying to shake it free from your eyes. You honestly just lost like six seconds there. You ran up, you met his gaze, and then suddenly he's gone on yours is in his place, and you're just like spinning around looking <laughs> I've got like this guy back, like I'm gonna <laughs> hit him. Yeah. Uh, oh, what is this thing? Oh, I, I know what that is. I'm ready to charge it. Segura so says, tripping over her shoelaces. <laughs> Evil dib! Yeah, I'm ready to attack it a bit. Citra. Uh, I'm going to take a five-foot step toward the pillar where Clayface disappeared. <laughs> Very well. 
uh, and ready in action that when he reemerges, I will do my double one-two motion again and slice him. Well, Citrus steps over, uh, hefts her blade and gets ready, watching towards the pillar and still trying to cast the uh, roll me d10. Watch you see him. Six. Casting a, gla- a glance back over your shoulder, you can see just barely Sigura. Although something seems to be off with her. Her usual cat-like grace seems to have left her as she would stumble at making her way forward towards the statue. You've lost entire track of everyone else, and the blasting sound of the windstorm around you has just deafened out anything beyond a couple feet about you. Sigura Mabe. I need to see if I can see anything. Ten. I get a nine. Nice. So the sand would suddenly clear for you. And I have my thing on. Is that helpful? I don't know. It is keeping you from inhaling any sand. Okay. You, in fact, can perfectly see it. Yes! Uh, located in the far corner of the room, crouching as it seems to be waiting for an opportunity to spring back out at Sudi and Honduras. You would even, to a degree, meet its gaze from this range, but it doesn't seem to have power possibly this far away. Either uh, that or it's not focusing on you. You can't be certain. Okay. Can I get to it? Yes. Because I can't seem to think of a path, but I would like to get to it. You can charge. I can charge? Yeah. F it. I already have a 13 AC. I'm just going (laughs) to (laughs) charge. So you're charges across the distance. (laughs) Hello. Slipping and sliding in the sand. Swift action. Elemental assault. Cold. Action. Zuli. Very well. I mean, I am. You would heft as you run your blade dramatically just crackling over with ice and frost and leaving a trail of snowflakes melting with the sand behind you. Uh, Actually, you rolled pretty high, so you would see it as you close. Can I additionally drop my kukri and take a two-handed grip? Yeah, that's fine. You can drop your kukri as a free action. I'm running with my sword. (laughs) (laughs) Running dramatically with it over your head, going, ah! And then I'm going to two-handed swing down at this thing. Fortunately, you're you're a ranger. You got your two of fighting from your ranger feats, right? Yeah. Yeah, so even dropping your dexterity doesn't actually remove your ability to two-weapon fight. Like, if Citra got hit with that, she would lose her ability to even use two-weapon fighting. True, but I know that this thing has damage reduction, and my Kukri doesn't do very much damage. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I get... He's not undead. So, I'm going to take Outsider next. Anyway, um... 24 to hit. A 24 okay. will strike your target. I swear to God, First if you time said actually missed, done damage I would have been dead. like, we're all dead, guys. Okay. Not great damage. Uh, two cold. And then uh, 11 regular. Well, nice. magic. I was about to say, that's still pretty good. It is, but I just rolled a two on that cold dice, and I was like, dang it. You would notice that, I'll give it, more than half of your physical damage got through. Okay. And then your cold damage affected it fully. Yeah, I can do that for three rounds. Still a telling hit as you would bury your blade. Strangely enough, as you would rip your sword back free, it doesn't bleed so much as sand just weeps out of its wounds. As if it's just an emaciated sack filled with sand. I like to think she taunts it in Terran. Something about like, uh, Now I that know you've closed on it, you do actually have to make your... Oh yeah. Fortitude save. Fortitude save. Okay. Um, 16? You're good. Okay. I taunted about knowing its weaknesses and whatnot in Terran. Maybe it speaks that. We're playing a game of who speaks what. <laughs> You're just talking at each other. Yeah. Uh, it will take a five-foot step back and away from you. It then would seem to simply gesture and jerk with its hands as if pulling upon innate arcane power. 
as you would watch, as you're the only one that can see it, it would basically step sliding away from you and then continue to step back towards the wall as a purple portal would appear behind it and it would disappear back and through it. This thing is the worst. curses. If you'll remove it, him from the board, he is elsewhere now. Uh, I'm going to yell, he went into a purple door. On yours, your ready to action did not go off. Do I know what a purple door is? You can make a spellcraft. Uh, 17. 17. It sounds like a dimension door. It's he can't have gone far. It's probably a dimension door. He could be anywhere. Maybe we sent him to uh, Valriana. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We love you. <laughs> Thanks for taking our site. <laughs> Enjoy this gift. It hates What else would you like to do? Is it so windy? Yeah, it's a sandstorm. The sandstorm is still going on. Oh. I'm going to make my way towards Segura. Very well. Just move me 20 feet towards Segura. And on yours, we're ready to attack an enemy if it comes within range. It really hates me. It probably will come back to hit me. Sudi, your ready to action did not go off. Oh, bother. I will likewise stumble my way over to our... Regroup. Uh, yeah, our front line here. And, uh, I like to think that none of you know where Citra is. You get over there, you're like, okay, great. Sudi gets all the way over here and says, oh, we had one short, guys. Where's Citra? <laughs> yeah, I last saw her punching that rock thing. Yeah, she's too busy punching the wall right now. Eight. It, uh, you can vaguely see her over there, like crouched and watching the the pillar ready. Herself. She's like looking like she's gonna try to sneak attack the wall. <laughs> you have a standard action. Rate. Um, I will draw a dagger. Sudi draws a dagger. Citra, your ready to action did not go off. Well, he seems to be moving in the direction of Sudi, so uh, I go ahead and roll me a d10. Three. Three. You can only see 15 feet around you. So the last thing that you knew is on yours and Citro were, or on yours and Segura were somewhere on the. Yeah, uh, I just know that he was kind of moving that direction. So I'm gonna uh, take a five foot step forward and just ready again. Very well. So you're just kind of still watching the pillar and yeah. waiting for him. Segura. I'm gonna see if I can see. One. Yeah, you can barely even see your companions as the wind picks up and whips around you. I'm gonna ready if I can hit him and be really grumpy because he's wasting my rounds. Citra, make me perceptible. The creature would step out of the sandstorm. Uh, at this point, no more than about 20 feet away from Citra as its spectral hand would close on you. Uh, Citra gets a 25. You would see the spectral hand at the last second. That is still, well, maybe not. That is still a 13 to hit your touch AC. No. You would basically matrix slide under as the hand goes whipping past your head before retreating back into the sandstorm beyond your sight. Whatever it was, it came from somewhere off towards your left, closer towards the entryway than where you think they were fighting the thing. But you haven't really been able to follow along in the whole fight over there since it's been lost in the sandstorm this whole time. On yours, roll me a d10. Uh, five. Five? Very well. You're just kind of like standing here waiting. You actually can't even see Citra to see that she's being attacked. You can make a perception roll to see if you hear her. I don't know if Citra's shouting. She's probably shouting more like, where are you? <laughs> I mean, I roll for 20 on this perception check, of course. So you hear Citra yelling. I mean, I saw them 20 feet that direction. We might as well try to regroup. Yeah. Okay, at that point you can see her, I guess, like waving back towards the rest of the group. Citra gesturing back towards the front entryway. Sudi. 
I get a six. Six, very well. So you can see where Citra is, but you still can't see the thing. Okay, I'm gonna get up next to Citra then, and ready to attack. Alright, so you rush forward, drop down, ready your fists, eyeing about. Citra, you're ready to actually did not go off. Uh, bounce me a d10. Two? Very well. You even... You can't even see the thing that attacked you. You just know it came from somewhere near the door. Well, crap. No. I don't know it's there. I mean, you know what direction the attack came from. But... Make an educated guess. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll follow where I think the hand went. After pacing about ten feet, you'll be able to lay your gaze on this thing. You will need to immediately make me a fortitude save. You have the coal. Even with the coal, I got a ten. A ten? Very well. It doesn't last forever. You're confused until the end of your Oh, episode. what? That's different. Uh, roll me percentile. Chaos. Um, well, okay. Uh, it'd be a 26. 26. You basically walk forward. Uh, all of you would see her make her way forward, kind of stop and then stare off into space. She would then just begin to spout the most almost non-sequiting thing. Hmm starting to shout something about the skeleton, the mummy, it's here, the shadows, they're walking, the curse, the curse, the curse. So from Citra, we go to Sagira. You ready to okay. action did not go off. Let me see what I can see. Okay, get a nine. Nine? You'd be able to see Citra stopped and was pursuing after something in that direction. Mm-hmm. Ah, dang it. I'm just gonna double move over there. grumpy because I can't charge there's columns in the way you could double move rushing up to it you will need to make a fortitude save as you close I get an 18 18 yeah you push through it as you would it would stare at you with its foul evil eye watching you as you close on it and that was the third round of my elemental assault so I'm out of that very well I can't, I can't pause them it's it uses it so Citra babbling incoherent, Segura closing in on the monstrous thing as she would have to lay the ice draining away from it as you go, well, crap, still stumbling in the sand with your weakened state. Sudi still lumbering his way along and just trying to like, <laughs> at this point, this has been a somewhat painful fight for Sudi and still watching for the second thing that was pursuing him after he tossed something into the sacred well. And Honduras panting and heaving underneath the weight of this horrible armor. As you close on the creature that has been struck once. And we will pick it up here next time. Thank you for listening, people. What a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Jeez, man. Uh, that's, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about us, you can follow us on Twitter at FindThePathChan or use our hashtag FindThePathPod. If you want to follow us on Reddit, we are at r slash FindThePathPodcast. You can also visit our website, find-path.com. If you really want to email us and be on our next after party, email FindThePathChannel at gmail.com. Remember, if you're listening to us on iTunes, to leave us a review. Until next time, good luck, Pathfinders.